0: Y'all, today's episode is so good. Today, Tavine Verano, a registered dietitian, is sharing with us how we can prep our way to productivity with her 90-minute weekly meal plan and prep system. Can you imagine how much time that could put back in your day? This episode is fire, y'all. Let's get started. Hey y'all, and welcome to the All Caught Up Podcast. I'm Kelly Hayes-Smith, productivity specialist and transformation coach. If you are a fempreneur who's ready to ditch the overwhelm, stop playing catch up, and create a game plan to rock your biggest goals, well, you're in the right place. Each week, we'll be chatting work-life balance, productivity tips and strategies, and how to keep all the balls in the air without feeling like the whole world's spinning. Are you ready to put your feet on the floor? Let's get started. Hey, Taveen, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Um, ready to rock out this new year. <laughs> I can't yes. believe I'm so glad 2020's like behind oh, yes. us. I, I know that things are not back to normal, but I do think like getting that year behind us can get us into a different mindset. Um, mm-hmm. I, agree. I agree. I agree. I've heard so many
1: people say like one day isn't going to make a difference, but I do think mentally just being in the next year has
0: some freshness to it. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's a clean slate and Mm -hmm. 2020, we kind of put in this negative taste in our mouth. And then I do believe Mm -hmm. that this year's going to be what we make it and we get to choose, but it's easier to start and be like, okay, now here we are. I'm going to be this way now. So anyway, tell us, A little bit about you and your journey how did you get here where you are today okay so my name is Taveen and I
1: am a registered dietitian and a personal trainer I'm also a mom of two I have two little girls they're three and one so it's well almost four and two so it's pretty fun age um and I work part-time in a dialysis unit as a renal dietitian and I also have a one-on-one coaching business called Nourished and Free, where I teach women how to uplevel their mindset and learn how to really nourish their body, their mind, and their soul. I'm really big about food freedom and teaching women just how to seamlessly live a healthy life instead of getting on and off and on and off multiple diets for the rest of their life.
0: Yeah, I think that's such a big thing, um, especially this time of year. Like I can honestly say this is the first year that I am going in. Actually, it's the second year I am going in and not weight loss is not yes. a goal for the year. Um, being fitter is mm-hmm. better habits mm-hmm. with food is, but not I love that. weight loss. Um, mm-hmm. But I love your thoughts on food freedom because mm-hmm. they have made such a difference for me. Tell, tell oh, everybody what you mean by food freedom. So my definition of
1: food freedom is a little different than what some think. And so with food freedom, I do believe there's a freedom with living a healthy lifestyle and with kind of nourishing your body and feeling empowered in your decisions with nutrition and how you feel yourself. I do believe that we need to live a lifestyle that we can live any day of the year, I always tell my clients, you know, this is a system. And this is a framework that you can follow on your birthday, on a, on a vacation, if we ever go on vacations again, <laughs> at a right. wedding on a on a Tuesday night on a date night, it really is something that you don't have to go on and off. There's no falling off the wagon with living a life of food freedom. And I have a lot of, you know, different tools that I use with my clients, one of them being food freedom is saying yes, and saying no, and learning what, you know, maybe is a trigger for you, or what's a stressor for you learning when to say yes to certain food and eating experiences and when to say no. And I do think that there's um, intentionality in both. And that's my, my biggest focus with teaching my clients how to live in food freedom is that they are being intentional with their food choices. They don't feel like um, chaos, like chaotic food experiences is something we really try to avoid because they can really get to our mindset. And so a lot of the work I do is I'm a dietitian. I love food. There's strategy behind You know, how I plan meals for my clients, but in reality, it's like 90% mindset and what you think about the food you're eating and how you ultimately think about yourself and the healthy lifestyle you want.
0: I love that. And honestly, it's so funny because it is so much like how I feel about time, like Mm -hmm. the way that you describe food and choosing and intentionality and all of those things mm-hmm. that's how I describe time I, I work with time yeah. management and productivity and so that's how I feel about using your time and I so I love the system because it's exactly yes. <laughs> what I what I feel um, mm-hmm. because I feel like there's so much power in the freedom mm-hmm. to choose once you accept that that is your choice. yes. Rather than I have to, or I'm, you know, it's this is what I get to do. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to intentionally choose how I want to spend my time or how I want to nourish my body. And I love that so much. So today I want to chat with you about a productivity hack. I think, especially this time of year when. Lots of people have healthier habits. You and I will call it that rather than that awful other term, but um, yeah, when they're trying to choose healthier habits, a productivity hack that will not only help them be more productive and spend less time doing this thing, but also help keep them on their goals. And that is like meal prepping and meal Mm -hmm. planning. And I know that's something you teach your clients. Yes, that is something that is like a cornerstone of living
1: what I I call the nourished and free lifestyle, because, and I love that you're into time management, you're the productivity queen, because it is something that I'm very passionate about helping women set up their life, set up their routines and habits to support the life they want to live. And one of them is having meals ready on hand, having a plan, not just going into the day saying, I hope I make healthy choices today, because hope is not, you know, gonna, gonna get you to your goals. I really think that having an action plan, having things that you can do weekly on a weekly basis. So I'm very big on meal planning, meal prepping. Um, and really like, Streamlining the system. I actually have a 90 minute meal prep guide that I offer to clients where it's literally just 90 minutes of prepping on a Sunday and you have uh, like options ready for the whole week. So I'm very, very big on meal prep.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, and that does Mm -hmm. make such a difference. One thing I tell my clients, I I work very much, you know, this with anxiety and overwhelmed Mm -hmm. moms. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that causes anxiety and overwhelm is decisions and having to make a decision in the moment. And Mm -hmm. the way that you teach your, not just your clients, but also your Instagram followers (laughs) to, um, to live is to take that decision-making out of meal prepping Mm -hmm. and planning. But so I got asked a question on a podcast I was on not long ago about meal planning. And they were like, but what if I've meal planned and I don't feel like fish tonight? And that is something I learned from you. You don't have to plan like on Monday, I eat X, Y, Z. It doesn't have to be like that. No, not at all. I actually
1: give, I actually recommend having like a meal options guide. And that's kind of how I meal plan for my clients is it's not like a Monday, you're going to eat this for lunch and Tuesday is this for breakfast. It's more like you have options throughout the week. You have things on hand. You've prepped in batches. Um, you've prepped components of meals. So let's say you have breakfast, your breakfast options are a green smoothie Eggs and oatmeal. And you know, you have all of that stuff on hand. And those are the options for breakfast. And then let's say for lunch and dinner, you prep a couple proteins, a couple healthy carbs, a couple greens, and you mix and match those throughout the week. It doesn't have to be complicated. And it's so funny because every time I talk about meal prep, you know, we all think we need to follow these like amazing Pinterest, you know, these beautiful plates of meal prep. And in reality, I prep maybe like two proteins a week, uh, you know, a fresh veggie and a cooked veggie and two kinds of carbs. And my family mixes and matches throughout the week. So some d- some week it could be like the ground turkey goes on a salad with some avocado. You make a taco salad. The, the next day you might just put the turkey in a rice bowl with some so, some roasted broccoli. And it's just like a rice and veggie bowl. So you can get versatile with your meal prep and just really simplify it so that you actually stay consistent with it. I think that's the most important thing. Your habits need to be something you can be consistent with forever, which I'm sure you you, know, yeah, you agree with. Sustainability.
0: <laughs> Like it is, Mm -hmm. it is absolutely pointless to set this huge Mm -hmm. goal and do it for a week and then fall off the wagon and never come back. If it's not sustainable, nobody's going to stick with it. And so exactly. I love that. And tell me, so what all, let's go into Mm -hmm. what all you actually prep. So you said proteins. So you go ahead and cook the things. Yes. So
1: what I do is I so I'll make some kind of so let's go through each meal. I love talking about. Okay. This. So for breakfast, you know, we have stuff for smoothies. My my daughter calls them smoothies. She loves love smoothies. It. Um, you know, and then and okay. I'll usually do carbs. Um, pancakes the components of the meals that I recommend for a nurse free plate is protein, carbs, veggies and healthy fats. And so I believe that prepping the components of your meal will really help. So prepping proteins like the turkey or some chicken in the instant pot, some carbs like roasted potatoes and rice, and then vegetables, some kind of, you know, roasted veggies, and then some stuff for salads. And if you have all of those prepared at the beginning of the week, you can mix and match throughout the meal, you can, you know, I know a lot of us are working from home now. So if it's
0: lunchtime, you can just go into your fridge, put different components on your plate and eat it that way. And I love that too, because I think a lot of times we think about meal planning, and we only think about dinner. But Mm -hmm. I tell my clients to take the guesswork out of every meal, so that you know, what you're doing. And I love the way that you do that because you can go with what you feel like having, because Mm -hmm. you've got three options. Yes, exactly. Or three options. I mean, honestly, exactly. it's the decision fatigue at that point.
1: You don't need to, you know, there, there are so many studies that support that people who eat, the same thing, or roughly the same few things every day are the healthiest people because like you said, they take the decision making out of it. They take that well, do I eat this? Or do I eat this? Do I eat This It's just ready to go. You've already made the plan. You're just going to eat what you have, you're going to nourish your body, and then you're going to move on. Because I always say life is lived between your meals and meals should not be this like anxiety provoking thing for us. And
0: that's, that's such a big thing. And I think sometimes when we have so many options, we get overwhelmed. And then instead of mm-hmm. cooking anything, we go through a drive through. and right. It's like paralysis by now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you just stop. Yeah. And I actually, <laughs> I can't wait for my husband to hear this podcast because <laughs> I have been meal planning and trying to do a different meet every night. And you're mm-hmm. telling me, I don't need to do that. Like pick a couple. You don't need to do that. Yes. I pick like a couple, that.
1: I mean, yes. I mean, I know every family is different. Some people don't get leftovers. But in reality, the simpler you make it, the healthier you'll be long-term. Like we said, it has to be sustainable. If you're cooking a brand new dinner every night for 365 days out of the year, you're gonna get burnt out. You're gonna go through drive-throughs. You're gonna order pizza instead of just simplifying it for yourself and for your family. There's ways to change things up, like I said, seasoning, sauces, dressings. But you don't need to be cooking
0: a fresh new meal every night. I'm really from that. That's <laughs> yeah. See, I'm a big proponent of eating leftovers for lunch. Like we don't always oh, yes. eat leftovers for dinner, but I love to cook a little bit more and be able to eat that for lunch and then. Mm-hmm. Tim goes to school. So I can, yes, I joke that I cook and that for was like him. an army of
1: 12. Yeah. I cook yeah. for like 12 people. And my mom's always like, why? And I'm like, because we eat
0: leftovers. They'll last us and you can, you, your meal is done for the next day. Just why not? <laughs> and I love that and because, and mm-hmm. you know, it makes such a difference. And I think it helps your productivity too, because not only, oh, yes. so we talked about before we started this, we've talked about batching. And so I batch everything. I know you mm-hmm. batch a lot of things too. Yes. You're in the mindset. You're already doing it. And if you said 90 minutes on a Sunday. So if Mm -hmm. I think about 90 minutes on a Sunday to do the entire week, I'm usually spending an hour to an hour and a half cooking one meal. If I do it all ahead of time, I am doing it once versus having to do it mm -hmm. that whole time there. And that gives me more time back in my day. It gives me more time to do yeah, the thing f- about,
1: yes. Mm-hmm. I'm all about efficient use of time, which is just a lot of us moms feel overwhelmed because we feel like there's never enough time, but it could just simply because we don't have systems in place that helps us maximize our time. So for example, like 90 minutes, like you said, the kitchen's going to get messy just once, <laughs> you know, or yeah, that exactly. Month, love a clean meals done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, cr- exactly. And then you just have that freedom the rest of the week. Yeah. And planning. It's, it's it. very
0: important for me to minimize overwhelm. You're, and mm-hmm. your productivity is in your plan. Like if you have a good plan, you're going to be more yes. productive. And that to me is is all of the pieces. Now, when you are meal planning, how do you decide like what you're going to have? Is there a rhyme or I mean, I know you do meal planning for your clients, but is there a rhyme or reason mm-hmm. that you tell people how to meal plan? Um, so I usually
1: will go through that framework of the protein, the carb, the veggie and the healthy fat. And we go through what a protein is, you know, that's chicken, beef, eggs, fish, things like that. Um, really, I focus on what family favorites are, because a lot of us have like certain rotations of meals that we use. And then a lot of times what I have clients do is I make make them make a list of just go to family meals, and they put it on their their fridge, most of our meals that we make at home can be like healthified, or they're already healthy, a lot of the things that we turn to that are quote, unhealthy are usually snacks, which is a whole other discussion. But our main meals are typically pretty healthy, balanced meals. And so I have them put something on their fridge that are go to family meals. And then they can rotate, they can rotate what their family feels like they can rotate some favorites they have or based on I'm, I'm big on like what they already have on hand. Sometimes clients will text me saying I have this, this and this, what should I make, and we like come up with two or three meals out of what they already have at home. So trying to just again, use what you have. I say go grocery shopping in your pantry and your fridge first, before you go get a bunch of new stuff. And then just having a rotation of meals that are your favorites to choose from.
0: Okay, so you mentioned this the snacks, do you Mm -hmm. plan out snacks ahead of time? Mm -hmm. Yes. So I always have well, I always have them on hand. So
1: they are Um, it should be a snack and not snacking. Just one snack is typically okay. It just serves as a bridge to get you from one meal to the other. And my or some oatmeal and those will be like our breakfast options throughout the week. So I'll prep all the pancakes ahead of time. I'll boil the eggs ahead of time. And I always have smoothies on hand. And then as far as like meals go like lunches and dinners, I recommend prepping two kinds of proteins, two kinds of carbs and two kinds of vegetables. And so the way that I build meals are protein, carbs, veggies, and some kind of healthy fat. If you have all four of those invited to your to your meal party, your, you'll probably be satisfied and sustained throughout the day with your meals. And so uh, an example of prepping proteins would be like ground ground turkey and some like uh, chicken in the instant pot. I love my instant pot. So like chicken in the instant pot with some salsa. So those are two options. And then for carbs, I would maybe do like roasted potatoes and rice and then four vegetables, maybe some roasted broccoli, and then sa- stuff for salads. And throughout the week, you can mix and match all of those combinations. You could have the chicken with the potatoes and the roasted broccoli. You could have the turkey on the salad with some rice. There's so many different ways that you can you can mix and match with salsas or sauces and dressings. That way, my so my system with snacking is it only serves as a bridge between a meal, between one meal to the other. It's a snack versus snacking. This is something I always tell my clients. And I recommend having two out of those three macronutrients. So between protein, carbon, fat, you want to have two out of those three at your meal, because I'm also very big about balancing our blood sugar, I really think and that's like the sciencey side of what I do is I really believe that sometimes we binge or we overeat or we snack too much simply because our meal prior was just not satisfying enough. And so making sure your meals have protein, carbs and fat, and then your snacks having two out of those three. So um, vegetables and fruits do have carbs. So I always recommend trying to snack on vegetables with some kind of dip, or you know, like carrots and hummus or cucumbers and ranch or, you know, a fruit with some kind of nut or nut I'm um, always having the fruits and vegetables be the basis of your snack because that they're so good for us. They're full of fiber. They're full of antioxidants and vitamins. And that way your snack is something that will actually fill you up instead of create this open door to like a chaotic snacking
0: experience. <laughs> yeah. And I snacks are my, are my downfall. And mm-hmm. like, I tend to be a grazer, not mm-hmm. a meal eater. Like, yes, yes. Like, and for- I, and I think, so sorry go ahead Tell no me no breakfast. for breakfast so far this morning I have had leftovers still from Christmas mm-hmm. which was a vegetable yes. pizza so like mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming cream cheese is probably not technically a healthy fat but yeah. <laughs> there's something I, there <laughs> I use I use cream cheese a lot because I put it on vegetables mm-hmm. and stuff but it's like mm-hmm. um and so it's got vegetables on it but it's not necessarily yeah. healthy I'm sure and mm-hmm. then a clementine and like that was breakfast which is weird but that's I mean yeah I'm trying to do better about eating meals, but I, I am such a grazer. Like I, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I I don't know why, but I like Emma, just an all day eater and never like solidly. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I, that's one of the things with me, I want to get healthier eating habits. Not that what I eat is unhealthy, Mm -hmm. but I don't always eat it healthily. If that makes any sense. Yes, no, that totally makes sense. And what I found, and I'm not
1: saying this is you because I don't know like your whole dieting history, (laughs) but what I found is women who have a history of dieting are afraid to get full from meals. So they just don't want to eat enough to be full and satisfied because they are, we, we are still have this mindset that we need to save calories. We need to save calories for the end of the day. Um, and again, I don't know. I, yeah. I just know that a lot of people are, af- women are afraid to be full. And so I think I eat pretty big portions of meals. I eat solid meals. And then I typically don't snack. Or if I do snack, it's like a handful of veggies. Um, because again, I want my meal to sustain me. I'm all about
0: being satisfied from my meal because then I'll, I'll most likely graze less. Mine, mine yeah. tends to be because I don't take the time to eat. And I've been like yes. that since a child. I mm-hmm. am busy. I have something you going have on to do and <laughs> I don't sit down to eat mm-hmm. because, it, and if I sit down when I'm smacking, I eat way too much. So yeah, like, exactly. Cause usually, you're getting hungry. Yeah. It, well, and I'm, I'm I am a mindless eater. Too. Well, and grazing is pretty
1: mindless, yeah, if, if you think about it. So that's why I'm all about having that. And you mentioned something really important that I wanted to go back to, where most people just plan dinners. Lunches are such a crucial part of your day. They can determine how the rest of your day goes because what time do people typically, Fall quote off track, which I hate using that word, but fall off track is usually three, four, five o'clock. It's between lunch and dinner. And so having a plan for lunch will change the game a lot of the time. And just having that intentional meal, like you said, like sitting down, having a meal will probably add to your efficiency and productivity later, because then you're
0: not just like grazing and snacking throughout the and day. And when you're talking about blood sugars too, that mm-hmm. also maintaining that blood sugar level helps maintain your mental acuity and Mm -hmm. being on it and focused when you're you. Number one, you don't focus when you're hungry. Number two, Uh if you are, if your mind is, if you're trying to sit down to work or you're trying to sit down to do something and all you can keep thinking about is, I don't know what I'm going to make for dinner that Uh distracts you, that decreases your productivity. And then if your blood sugars aren't healthy and steady, you don't think as well on your feet. Exactly. And so all of those it affects things everything add mm-hmm. up. It does. And you know, it matters so much in how you do things and it can absolutely affect that productivity. And so I think mm-hmm. meal planning and prepping. So take me through a meal prep from you. Like, do you do it? You say 90 minutes, you throw, mm-hmm. you put your meat usually like, I think you ground the, your yes. round, right?
1: Yeah, so I use okay. taco seasoning or just like I make my own taco mix or seasoning mix for a ground turkey. What about us who
0: don't I don't like ground turkey at all? Okay, well you could like do turkey. ground beef.
1: You could do beef, you could do red chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We <laughs> love mm, you should meet my husband. He loves he'll have red meat every day. Um, you could do ground beef. I I love getting ground beef too. Um, any kind of meat. I mean, you just pick two kinds that you like. So a lot of times I'll do one instant pot. So I usually do the chicken in there. I make shredded chicken in the Instant Pot. You can do it with salsa verde. You can cook it plain. And then we add either barbecue sauce or buffalo sauce, or we've done curry sauce before. So it's kind of like a blank palette, the chicken, you know, in the Instant Pot. And you can add seasonings to it. And then some kind of like stovetop meat, like you said, like a ground meat, or even just you could get like flank steak and chop it up and make like a carne asada, just two options of meat. So I start with that. I make sure that I have some kind of pancake. We love making like uh, my my daughters love like this pancake mix we use or hard boiled eggs. They love that too. So that's another thing that you can just prep at the same time. And then in the oven, I'll usually do the roasted veggies just in like one batch. I also do like to make casseroles ahead of time too. So I'll at least layer up the casserole and then it's ready to just like pop in the oven. So it's still a fresh meal, but you've done the prep. That's what
0: I was gonna (laughs) ask you about because Mm -hmm. at our house, we eat far more like shredded chicken. My husband doesn't love chicken alone. And I don't Mm -hmm. love chicken alone because I don't like chicken. It has to be in something. I totally Mm -hmm. could be a vegetarian. I like a good steak, (laughs) but I don't miss meat on a regular Mm -hmm. basis. Yeah. So, um, I love like, that was what I was going to ask you about. is like a casserole or like a soup or something like that. Do Mm -hmm. you mix that up or do you have all the components ready to go to just throw in? Um, sometimes I make soups ahead of time. We're big on lentil soup. So
1: we love lentil soup, or we make this like seven bean chili. So sometimes I'll do things like that ahead of time too. Or I just know that this night I'm going to make this everything's already prepped. And the Instant Pot is honestly one of my biggest time savers because you can just throw everything in and walk away. Um, I don't work for Instant Pot. I just love Instant Pot. <laughs> and most of my clients end up buying an Instant Pot because I just I love it so much. So um, that's something too that. If you're going to make soups or stews or, or something like that, that's a big time saver, too.
0: Yeah. And so that just that makes so much sense. Just chopping everything up. And, and knowing, so do you create your meal plan and then your grocery list? And you said shop in your pantry first, which I think yes. is such a fabulous tip because how many times do we go to the store and buy crap? We already have, I mean, oh like gosh. every,
1: every week, every week. And so, yes, it's, and honestly, if you have budget goals for 2021 as well, or something you just want to be, I feel like intentionality is something that we need to focus on in 2021. Um, And so even with spending, so I always, what I, how I make my meal plan first is I go through my, my fridge, my freezer and my pantry. And if I can make up enough meals from what I already have on hand, that's what I use. Um, We, you know, we always have some kind of pasta. We can do pasta with some, we we love adding some kind of protein to it, like frozen meatballs or, or we use like chickpea pasta that already has some protein in it. Um, That's always on hand. Freezer already always has chicken you know, just look at what you already have. And then a lot of times all you have to do is spend like 20 bucks on the fresh fruits and vegetables for the week and you're good to go. So don't underestimate what you already have, like in the back of your pantry or things that you can kind of
0: pull out and use to be, to be productive with what you already have as well. So let's talk about this with productivity. If somebody is mm-hmm. looking to start meal planning and prepping and they need to start somewhere. What, like mm-hmm. you were mentioning that. So staples for your pantry and your freezer, Yes. what are the okay. things that you need to create? Cause like that's, that's productive productivity too, like having it on hand. And then mm-hmm. how do you suggest they keep up with it? Do like, I mean, do you just look in your pantry? Do you have a system? What do you,
1: yeah. So we're, we're actually big on stocking up from Costco because we like I said, we're, we're all home. We're all eating at home most of the time. So what I recommend having as far as the freezer goes is frozen chicken breast and frozen chicken thighs. We are, we're very good on that. And we also do like fish. So we always have a bag of frozen tilapia or salmon in the freezer. So those are things I always recommend having protein on hand because I do believe protein is a very important part of having that blood sugar stay steady. And so having those kind of proteins on hand, ground beef on hand, something in the freezer that you can just always defrost or have on hand. And then as far as pantry staples, like I said, pasta, pasta sauce, I like having cans of beans. Um, We do have mac and cheese because you can always just like throw in some broccoli and like spice it up a little bit and have it be like a healthy option. My clients always joke that I'll never tell them not to eat something. I always just find a way to fit it in and make it as healthy as possible. So things like that, too, are also good to have on hand. Um, And then I always recommend having salad stuff on hand. You can always whip up a salad, have a few dressings to change it up. I am a big proponent of if it helps you eat salad, use the dressing. We have ranch in our fridge. We have Caesar. We have cilantro capita. <laughs> we have Italian. So, you know, always having that kind of stuff on hand too. We'll just make, you can always make a salad with some kind of, you know, prepped protein if you have that. So, those would be like my staples.
0: We're big pasta. Like, I love pasta. Mm-hmm. And when I don't mm-hmm. know anything else to make, I make pasta. I yes. am trying to do better about making that a side and not like mm-hmm. the main course, yes. but like because mm-hmm. that's a portion control issue with me because that's what I love. Yes, um, I would mm-hmm. eat at three meals a day and be completely content with my life yeah. if I did that. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> but the other part is a lot of people who are budget minded; it's cheaper, mm-hmm. and so it goes mm-hmm. further. Mm-hmm. And so I think yeah. knowing, because we are in a culture right now where we, at one point were like carbs are bad and I just can't see that carbs are bad. I can't imagine yeah. cutting fruit out. If God mm-hmm, grew it, no. then I can eat it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah,
1: exactly. And actually I, I, I want carbs at each meal for some people. They feel better. they carboning mostly from vegetables and fruit. Other people feel fine having pasta and rice. We are a big white rice family. We make white rice with almost every meal. Um, I always joke, my husband is Armenian, Mexican and Filipino. And in all three of those cultures, (laughs) rice is everywhere. And so, um, you know, it's something again, like I said, it has to be sustainable. And the more you cut things out, and I'm so glad you brought this up, the more you cut things out, the more you're going to overeat those things later, because we're focusing on what we can't have. So again, another exercise that I can do I do with my clients and that you know, listeners can do too, is I I, I call it addition nutrition, what can you add to your plate? So let's say you, um, you want pasta, what can you add to it to make it more balanced, you can add some kind of I make a lentil marinara, if you're not big on meat or some kind of meatball to it, you can throw in some roasted veggies, my husband always throws in spinach to our pasta, and it will so small, like our kids yeah. can't even tell that it's there. Um, so instead of saying I can't have pasta, you say, OK, instead of having three cups of pasta, I can make half my plate pasta, make big salad on the other side and infuse that pasta with meatballs and spinach. And just that's a healthy balanced meal. There's nothing there's nothing unhealthy about that meal. So adding health to your plate instead of just saying I can't have this, 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 and this will take you so much further in your mindset.
0: And being by having those things on hand and knowing what you're going to do, it's going to help you stick to that goal and be productive because it's already done. I just the thought process behind that is so important because you're not like you said, decision fatigue, like I, Mm -hmm. and especially like Thursday night, it's six o'clock. I have nothing done because I got Thursdays caught up. Doing are the something. Worst, right? Thursdays yeah. are the worst because Thursdays it's Friday worst. Eve. And it's like, <laughs> yes. I just want it to be Friday. And actually yes. I, I don't see the difference in that now that I do what I love, but still mm-hmm. there is a fatigue that comes in the week. You know, you can start off really motivated on Monday and then you get through the week and it's like, I'm just, I'm tired of this. Tell me yeah. about eating out. When you eat mm-hmm. out, do you plan that you're going to eat out?
1: We usually don't plan that we're gonna eat out. We, my husband and I, will usually look at each other, or I'll get a coupon. I don't know. I know a lot of restaurants right now are like emailing coupons and deals. We'll get a coupon from our favorite Mexican place, or you know, a free meal from our burger place, and we look at each other and we say, "Let's do it." And it never throws me off track because again. I nourish and free is something that you can't fall off track with. You just can't, unless, unless you want a binge fest for a week, you really, and I come from a history, I, have, I had a serious binge eating disorder. I know we didn't talk about that that much, but I, I grew up with a very serious binge eating disorder. And so, um, I'm very passionate about lo- not letting myself quote fall off track because that will trigger me to go even further off track. And so when I do do takeout, the way I do it is I always focus on what's worth it to me. Um, for example, if we're doing burgers, fries. Um, for me, fries are worth it and a bun is not. And I typically have a boundary with myself that I have one carb at the meal that we're doing takeout with. I, I choose favorite carb. Because it can get very easy to do like a burger, rice, shake, a cookie, right? Or if you're ordering Mexican, chips and salsa, tortillas, rice, and beans. So for me, we do take out, but I always have a veggie. I always try to order some kind of salad or roasted vegetable. And then I make it worth it. I enjoy foods that are worth it to me. For me, beans, rice, and tortillas are not worth it. But if you follow me on Instagram, chips and salsa is like a staple in my life. <laughs> so yes. chips are worth it to me. You know, I'll have a maybe like a salad with some fajita chicken on it. And I'll enjoy the chips and salsa. Or when we do pizza, instead of having four slices of pizza, I'll have two and I'll make a big salad on the side because like I said, I always have salad stuff on hand. So it's always easy to add to salad. If we do burgers, I'll do a lettuce wrap burger with fries. So I always try to, again, still follow that framework because the protein, the carb, the veggie, and the fat is something you can do at any meal, right? So even if you're doing takeout, kind of scan. Okay. What's my protein? What's my carb? How can I fill this up with veggies? And then of course it's probably cooked with some kind of fat. So that's covered there.
0: (laughs) And so I ask you if you plan for it. And so like, you may not have Mm -hmm. it on your meal plan for the week, but Mm -hmm. you do have a plan going into takeout or eating in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Like you have a plan of Mm -hmm. this is how I'm going to stay on my goal. And I love that you don't say fall off track Mm -hmm. or whatever, but this is how I'm going to meet my goal. And there's Mm -hmm. a plan for that, which again, takes out that decision overwhelm. Exactly. Exactly. like the scanning the pages being like, okay, now Mm -hmm. what can I eat? Because you're, Mm -hmm. you can eat whatever you want. Exactly. You know how to manage that. And that is a plan. And that in turn cuts down your overwhelm and also ups your, just like your confidence in. Yes. And freedom. It gives you freedom. And I'm I'm all about
1: empowering my women to make their decisions and feel empowered in their food choices confident in their food choices because that's ultimate freedom, freedom to say yes, to takeout, freedom to say no to the bun, but yes, to the fries, like freedom to change up your meal plan, just because you have a plan for the week, like we talked about at the beginning doesn't mean it's a rigid, you know, this is what you're going to eat that night. I mean, So I I do think there has to be flexibility with any kind of plan that you follow because again, it's your lifestyle. If it's not gonna be something that's sustainable for the rest of your life, you're not gonna follow through with it. And so this is why I do think having takeout, we even plan for takeout with a lot of my clients like two or three times a week. They're going to order takeout. These are, their, these are the things that they can order from the places that they order from. And they enjoy the treat of takeout. I always say is that you don't have to clean up your kitchen afterwards usually yes. or that someone else is cooking for you. It doesn't have to be that you're going to order every single thing on the menu and then probably not feel free afterwards. You're probably going to feel like crap afterwards. So
0: there's all That's of these mindset shifts. With just that. having that plan Mm -hmm. Is just so empowering and Mm -hmm. it's freeing. People think that a plan is going to tie them down. It's not. It frees you up. It frees you up. I'm so passionate about this. I always
1: think about my kids when they were in a routine during the day, when I got them into like a bedtime routine, a nap routine, we had freedom as parents because we knew what to expect. Again, kids are kids. Not every day was cookie cutter. But when you have routines in place, you have your own back you know what to expect of yourself and you're setting your life up. You're setting your day up the way you want it to go. And we, as adults, I also think thrive on routines, thrive on systems that get us to live the life we want to live.
0: Yeah. It's totally Mm -hmm. the, the plan is just freedom. I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's freedom, it's empowering and it's productive. And that's just, Mm -hmm. I mean, it just is. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I have seen studies where, Experts will actually say routines, habits, and plans will reduce anxiety by up to sixty oh percent.
1: Yes, because you yes.
0: don't you don't stress. So mm-hmm. the in unexpected way, is stressful. So it is, and totally, and not mm-hmm. not knowing what to do, and then getting in the minute and being like, no, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to stop mm-hmm. and freeze. That's how yeah. we lose ourselves. That's how we lose our progress and our momentum. And mm-hmm. so. Anyway, Tavine, thank you so much. This was so fun. (laughs) Yeah, I always love chatting with you. Like, side note, um, Tavine and I bonded over our love for Disney. We are on opposite (laughs) coasts. And yes. so, hopefully, within the, a year, I'm going to get to go out and see her home park. Yes. Um, oh, I would love that. I can't wait. We bonded <laughs> over Disney, and it's been friendship ever since. Yeah. So I mean, tell everybody what and how they can find you, work with you, and all the things? That's perfect.
1: So my Instagram is tevinverano.rd. I'm there most, you know, almost every day on stories. I post over there. I do a lot of things and teachings on there. Um, I also am taking one-on-one clients for the beginning of January for 2021. So if you are interested in kind of exploring more about what Nourished and Free is about, um, I'm also taking one-on-one clients and I can, you know, uh, the link is on, on my Instagram for, my, for the application for that as well. But I'm very active on Instagram. I love chatting meal plans, goals routines, getting into a healthy routine for your
0: life. So go follow me there. Yeah. And I will have all those links, both on the blog that goes with this and in the show notes. Thank you so much Tavine. Course, we'll have to do this again. Of course. Yes. I love talking to you. This was great. <laughs> all right. Thank you okay. so much. Bye. That's it y'all. You're all caught up for the week. Make sure to subscribe so you can stay the same for next week. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.